Well, if you read the entirety of the New Testament, you see something that I, I think at least, you might think it, I don't know, but I think it at least, it's kind of interesting because what you gather is that Jesus has two distinct ministries. He's got a ministry in, in the days of his earthly, in his earthly ministry. He's got an earthly ministry. Okay. And then he has a heavenly mis, uh, ministry. So he's got two different ministries. That earthly ministry happens before his death, resurrection, and ascension. Okay. And then the heavenly ministry happens, it's inaugurated with the, the death and the resurrection and the ascension. So now he, after he's at the right hand of the Father, he continues to minister, but you just, you can't see him. And he ministers through the Holy Spirit in the life of the church. So then the church is the body of Christ on the earth. It is Jesus on the earth working out his will and carrying out, continuing on his ministry. So there's these two phases. In the first phase of Jesus' ministry, the days of his, his earthly ministry, he, he says something very interesting in the Gospels. He says, I was not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So he's actually was sent just to the Jewish people, not to the Gentiles. Now, accidentally speaking, there would be a Gentile here or there who would kind of wander into his path and he would kind of like, okay, I'll minister to you too. But the main focus or object of his ministry was the Jewish people. Okay? And that explains that kind of interesting passage we can all recall where there's this Syrophoenician woman, a Gentile woman, who like begs him to help her and he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And the the apostles are like, could you just send this woman away? She's really bugging us, this non-Jewish person. And then this woman in her great humility says, well, you know, even the dogs, you know, eat the crumbs that fall under the table. And then he, so then he ministers to her, okay? And of course, you know, you can see the beginning of his ministry to the Gentiles, but for the most part in his earthly ministry, he's focusing on the Jewish people. He's focusing on the Jewish people. And then as he ascends to the, uh, right before he ascends to the right hand of the Father, he tells the apostles, go and make disciples of all nations. Okay, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And we see that universal ministry of Christ in our first reading from St. Paul to the Colossians. It says, this is, this is great. Of this you have heard through the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you, just as in the whole world it is bearing fruit and growing, so also among you. So the whole world. And that's what the word Catholic means. Catholic, the word itself is, is got, it's consists of two Greek words, a preposition and, uh, I think probably a noun, I guess it would be. So you've got kataholos, which means throughout the whole. That's what Catholic means, is throughout the entirety, the wholeness. Okay, so there's this full, this idea of fullness, geographical entirety. That's the idea behind the, the concept of Catholicity or the word Catholic. And so, it's, ultimately meant for the whole, but it begins the particular. So it goes from the particular to the universal, from the particular to the universal. And we see Jesus, and here he is, he's kind of, uh, he, he goes to St. Peter's hometown, Capernaum, and it's very, very small fry. To this day, archaeologists have uncovered the Capernaum of Peter's time, and it's very small. It's probably about the size of the campus here of of uh, St. Michael's. It's a very, very small town. All the towns in Palestine at the time were very, very small. And uh, we even have an, uncovered the foundation of Peter's house. So the very house that Jesus is in right now 
we, you could go to Capernaum to this day and you could get a sense of its size, okay, because you could, we've uncovered the foundation of it. And it's about, I would say, 12 feet by, like, say, 16 feet. That was the house that he lived in. Okay, we don't know if Peter's wife was alive or dead at the time, but his mother-in-law was there at least. So at least it was him and his mother-in-law, okay, if not his wife and his mother-in-law and maybe some cousins and everybody else in a space of about 12 by 16, right? This is really small town kind of stuff. And that's where Jesus starts. But it's very interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't end there because the next morning he work, he's, he's ministering all night long. Jesus is not lazy. Okay. He doesn't sleep in. He ministers all night long after the sun goes down. Okay. Because they couldn't work on the Sabbath. So they had to wait until the sun goes down and then they can, and then it's, you know, then they can work. Uh, but he doesn't sleep in though. He gets up early right at the, at the rise of the sun and he's probably praying and meditating on his own off in the, wilderness somewhere in the fields and so the people come and they say no stay 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 because see they want to cling to that particularityness and jesus is saying no i got to move on i need to bring the love of god out out always outward so you see the beginning of that catholic or that universal direction of the gospel it begins even right here in his in his earthly ministry and then it reaches its fullness after he ascends to the right hand of the father and he's ministering to the rest of the world through the preaching of the apostles uh, as we see from our first reading. So this is God's wisdom. He always begins with the particular and he moves from there to the universal without completely erasing the particular, but but really going using it as a foundation to go beyond it. So what's the application for us, my brothers and sisters? Well, you know, we have the the love, we love, it's natural to love. First of all, hopefully you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you got problems, okay? So you got to love yourself. And then when Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, self-love is actually the kind of the particular foundation of love for other people. We begin there and then we say, okay, you know, if I would want this to be done to me, if I wouldn't want this to be done to me, now I apply that same kind of standard to others. And there should be no end to the extension of that love. And it's, again, it's very common to love, hopefully you love your family. Again, if you don't, and you got some serious problems, <laughs> you gotta, you know, but hopefully you love your children. And these are, this is the particular. Okay, but you, you, you begin there, but you don't end there. Okay, you gotta go outwards. And so the same kind of love that you have for your family. See, God gives us those particular relationships as a school within which we learn how to universally love, how to love universally in a Catholic, in a full manner. And uh, so, you know, my joke with the people in Clyde and Lyons is to say, you know, you love the people of Clyde, but then from there you love all their people outside of Clyde, even the people of Lyons you got to love, okay? So you always got to be moving outwards, 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 and not have this kind of bias and discrimination of, you know, this is me and mine, and then it's a tribalism, and that's how division is. Isn't that interesting? Division is actually the fruit of a kind of love, right? It's a love of the particular, of your own, and that's okay, but the problem is you haven't learned your lesson. God gives you the love of the particular so that you can then extend it outwards and become universal and non-discriminatory in your love. So my brothers and sisters, as Christians, let us love ourselves, let us love our own, let us love our families and our villages, so forth and so on. Please, 
okay? You hate your own village or you hate your own country. You got serious problems, you know? But let's not stop there with our love. Let's go beyond and love everybody indiscriminately and universally. And thereby, the Catholic, truly Catholic uh, spirit of the gospel will be verified in our lives.